This life-changing message is brought to you by Strong Christian Church, a united denomination originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches, where the Word of God is imparted clearly, practically, and comprehensively. Our aim is to provide a solid foundation, a Bible-based instruction to our church members to equip them to teach and preach wherever they may be. God bless you as you listen to this message. Our Heavenly Father, we thank you this morning. We give you praise for all that you do and have been to us. We know that all that we are is because of your mercies. And therefore, this morning, we exalt you above all else. This congregation is gathered for your voice. And therefore, Lord, speak to our hearts. Speak to every heart that is gathered this morning under the sound of my voice. And let them hear you show them and direct them what to do. And I pray for every burden and every difficulty that we have gathered with. That, like you said, we must cast our burdens onto you. Therefore, this morning, we lay our burdens at your feet. And we thank you that by your help through your Holy Spirit, your blessing will abound in our lives. The enemy will not defeat us. Neither would he be successful at his agenda against us. But your will shall stand in our lives. I pray for every heart that is gathered, that Lord, let none live here the same as they have come. But by your spirit, touch us. By your spirit, let your will be done. By your spirit, heal us. By your spirit, comfort us. By your spirit, open our eyes to see and let our ears hear what you have to say to us and give us the grace and the wisdom to make the right decisions. We thank you, Father. We thank you, Holy Spirit. We thank you, Jesus, our Savior. Amen. Please be seated. I want to share with you on the theme for this Sunday, which is choose. Choose. Why choose? Because life is made up of choices. You and I may not be aware, but the life we have and the life we will have is based on the choices we make. There was a part of our lives where it was not our choice, but it was still a choice made by someone else on our behalf. And, but as we grew, as we grew and we begin to understand, we begin to make choices. That is why a two-year-old would, would tell you what clothes they want to wear when you, want, when you are dressing them. Sometimes you will prefer them to wear something and they will tell you they want to wear something else. I don't know if any of you have had an experience with such. But we don't choose when we grow. We choose from the stage 
where we know, we begin to know our left from our right. And therefore, it is important for us to be aware that each day of our lives, we are making a choice that will determine what happens and what we would experience the following day. And so, given the opportunity, we must make always the best choice if we want to get the best life, if we want to get the best situation that we are happy with. We must make the best choice. Amen. Now, in the book of Deuteronomy chapter 30, from verse 15, Moses, the leader of the Israelites, has, was having a discussion or talking to them. And he says to them in verse 15, we are just joining the conversation in the middle. He says, see, I have set before thee this day life and good and death and evil. I have set before thee this day life and good and death and evil. How do you do it? He explains, in that I command thee this day to love the Lord thy God and to walk in his ways and to keep his commandments and his statutes and his judgment that thou mayest live and multiply. And the Lord thy God shall bless thee in the land whither thou goest to possess it. So he's explaining to them what he means by, I have said before thee this day life and good and death and evil. And he goes on to explain what is the life. The life is that I have commanded you to love the Lord your God, to walk in his ways and to keep his commandments, his statutes and his judgment so that you live and multiply. And the Lord, that God shall bless thee in the land whether thou possess it. The second component of death and evil is this. But if your heart or thine heart turn away so that thou will not hear but shall be thrown away and worship other gods and save them. It says, I denounce unto you this day that you shall surely perish and you shall not prolong your days upon the land, whether thou goest over to possess it. Verse 19. I call heaven and earth to record this day against you, that I have set before you life and death, blessing and curse. Therefore, choose life that thou that both thou and thy seed shall live. Amen. So you see clearly that in the case of the Israelites, they were told and given an opportunity 
or well, given the information that they need to make the best choice. Because what happens to your life is dependent on what you choose. Unfortunately, most of us, most of us refuse to acknowledge this simple fact. Most of us refuse to acknowledge this simple fact. And we put the blame on people, on other people, for the choices we make. Most of us put the blame on other people for the choices we make. And we don't only put the blame, but we become bitter, we become angry for the choices we have made. And the reason why we do that is because there's an enemy called Satan, the deceiver, around us, who makes obvious things look hidden, and who deceives us to choose the wrong things, telling us that what we are choosing will give us what we want. Meanwhile, he knows very well that what we are choosing would give us anything except what we want. Do I have an example? A lot of examples. Let's go to the beginning of beginnings in the book of Genesis. Genesis chapter 3. We, I, I may not, we, not, we may not need to read it, but you can just project the scripture so that those who don't have Bibles can see that I'm, I'm speaking from the Bible. But you see, in the book of Genesis, when God created Adam, God in his wisdom made wonderful provision for the life that he has created. He provided what to eat, everything that the life that he has created will need. He provided to the point that even when he felt that the man he has created was lonely. He made provision for the man without the man asking. And then he made the man aware of his surroundings and what is good for him and what is not good for him. Now, the man or the man and the woman decided to make a choice that in the end, it turned out to their disadvantage. But again, you see clearly that everybody was shifting blame. When God came in Genesis chapter 3, I think verse 7 or so, Of verse 9, and the Lord God called unto Adam and said unto him, Where are you? And Adam responded and said, I heard your voice and I was afraid because I was naked and I hid myself. And he said, Who told you that you are naked? Have you eaten of the tree whereof I commanded you that you shouldn't eat? Listen to the response of the man. 
The man said, the woman whom thou gavest to be with me, she gave me of the tree and I did it. You see, Adam was refusing to accept responsibility for the choice he made. Because you knew it was a fruit of the tree that you have been told not to eat. So unless, unless Adam wants to tell us that Eve, I mean, held him down and pushed the fruit under, into his throat. Maybe if it was the other way, I'll believe it. But I don't see how Adam would lie there and eat. She gave it to you. You didn't have to eat. You didn't have to eat. But you see, Adam, like all of us, because we are children of Adam, we always want to shift blame on people. Now, unfortunately, unfortunately, the effect of the choices we make does not depend on whether we accept that we made a choice or not. I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. The effect of the choices you make on you and me, the effect of the choices I make, the, the manifestation of the effect in my life is not dependent on my acceptance of responsibility. So, for example, as you refuse to, 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 to give your life or to live your life in a certain way, but always making choices, bad choices, and putting the blame on somebody else, the effect of the bad choice is not going to say that because you have not accepted the choice or because you have not accepted the blame for the choice, the effect is not going to manifest. Somehow I get the feeling that people think that by shifting blame, the effect of the choices they have made will not manifest, but it will. It will, and it does. Now, fast forward. Here, this was Adam. In our lives, would we be able to accept that where my life is now is the choices I have made? Or we want to blame somebody who didn't give us money for school fees or somebody who didn't do this I mean, even look at us. Look at us as a nation. Look at us as a nation. We would like to blame apartheid all the time for whatever was done. But you see, after apartheid, we have had to make choices. The effect of the choices we are making is reflecting everywhere. You can keep on blaming apartheid. But as long as you make the choice after apartheid, the effect of it 
would manifest. And a time will come when we will say that the days of apartheid was better than now. In the same way also in your own life, as you have made different choices and you have come this far and you don't like what you see, or maybe you like what you see. If you, if you like what you see, then continue making the same choices you have made. Continue reasoning the same way you have reasoned so that you can maintain what you see. If you don't like what you see, My advice to you, and the Spirit of the Lord is speaking to you, change your choices. Change your choices. Are you a person who makes choices based on how comfortable it is? Or are you a person who makes choices on the fruit that will come out of the choices you have made? Most of us made unproductive choices and yet expect, I mean, fruitfulness. You choose to sleep so much and you are expecting to have a better life. If the principle of sowing and reaping, seed time and harvest time, shall never cease, then I want to ask you, what is the fruit of the seed of sleeping? I said, I'm asking you, ask the person sitting by you. Pius, ask your wife, ask your wife, what is the fruit of the seed of sleeping? Impumi, ask the lady sitting on your right, what is the effect? What is the effect or what is the fruit of the seed of sleeping? Some of you, you are very fortunate I don't know your name. That's why I'm, I will not call you. Now, now uh, let, let me uh, ask the person, uh, turn, to, turn to the person sitting on your right side and ask them, what choices have you been making to have the life that you have now? Are you with me? It's, I'm not joking, but it's serious. We make the wrong choices and expect to get a particular type of life. You see, every, every fruit has a seed. And, and no matter how far, how deep you pray, the, the seed you sow is the fruit you will get. So as you are, you are there and you don't, you are making choices of bad friends, bad companies, smoking and drinking and doing foolish things. Don't be surprised 
when you have a harvest of your foolishness. And don't, don't be envious of somebody who has made good choices that is yielding fruits that are enjoyable. Now, as we are living here on earth, there is a choice or there are choices we must make that will determine the, our life in eternity. God in his mercy is holding nothing back from us by giving us all the information we need to make good choices that will have good fruit in this life and in the life that is to come. Peter said to Jesus in Matthew chapter 9, chapter 19, or yeah. Verse 27, Matthew 19. You see, Peter was telling Jesus that we have made a choice. We have made a choice. And the choice we have made is to forsake all and follow you. What fruit are we going to get? Matthew 19, 27. Then Peter said unto him, Behold, we have forsaken all and followed thee. In other words, we have made a choice. We have made a choice. We have made a choice of not continuing our old way of life. We have made a choice of following you. What are we going to get? And Jesus said unto them, I say unto you, that which that ye which have followed me in the regeneration, when the Son of Man shall sit in the throne of his glory, ye shall also sit upon the twelve thrones, judging the twelve sides of Israel. And everyone that has forsaken houses, brethren, sisters, fathers, or mother, or wife, or children, or lands, for my name's sake, shall receive a hundredfold and inherit everlasting life. So you see, Peter was trying to find out from Jesus the choice we have made to follow you. What would we get? And Jesus, the lover of our soul, would give us every detail that we need to know that we have not made a bad choice. Now, Jesus, Jesus in John chapter 3, gives Nicodemus an opportunity to make a choice and to make a choice that will help him. By Nicodemus coming to him and telling him that, oh, I see you are a teacher come from God. Jesus said, wonderful. But there is a choice you must make. A choice you must make Receiving me as 
the Son of God. You are admiring my works, but you have not made the choice. There is a choice you have to make. And that choice is that you must be born again. That choice is that you must be born again. Are you going to make that choice or you are just going to keep admiring me? And Nicodemus didn't seem to understand, but Jesus went on to explain to him that by your belief in me as the son of God, by your belief in me as the son of God and as the Messiah, it will bring forth fruit of being born again that will allow you access into the kingdom of heaven. I don't know whether Nicodemus made that choice. But through him, Jesus said many things that today we are also hearing to be able to make a choice. Because listen carefully. The choices we have made and the unfortunate fruit it has brought to our lives is because of what we didn't know about those choices. It's because of the information we didn't have. Sometimes the information was there, but we didn't believe it. Sometimes the information was there, but it, it didn't taste nice to us. Today, I'm speaking to some of us to make a choice. For those of us that have made a choice to follow Jesus, we need to make a choice to follow him well and to serve him and to obey his word so that our lives will be built on a solid rock without regret. Because many of us have made a choice to follow Jesus. But our attitude and the other little, little choices we are making after the main choice is not benefiting the main choice. We make choices to sleep instead of being disciples of Jesus. Instead of praying. Instead of studying the words of our master to understand, to have the light of life. We choose comfort. We choose chasing other useless things. Which Jesus has told us that all these things are useless. We choose not to lay up treasures in heaven but rather lay up treasures here on earth. Listen, every choice has a consequence. Every seed that we choose to sow will bring us a harvest of the fruit of the seed we have sown. For those of us that are yet to choose between following Jesus, the Son of God, and having a good relationship with God. Jesus says, Whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have eternal life. He said, For God so loved the world 
that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. He that believeth on him is not condemned, but he that believeth not on him is condemned already, because he has not believed in the name of the only begotten son of God. My brother, my sister, this wonderful Sunday morning is a day of a choice. As you hear my words, it is to inform you of a choice you must make. And like Moses told the Israelites, choose life. Choose life. As I preach, I'm giving you the information you need to make the choice. And through Nicodemus, Jesus told us that anybody that chooses him and believes on his name as the only begotten of the begotten son of God shall not perish. There is a future that will come. The life will not end when your flesh dies. It will continue. The choice you make today will determine the life you will have when the flesh is over. But even before the flesh is over, the choice you make today would determine what you have. As I end, I urge you to choose Jesus. No. You don't have the freedom without Jesus. You don't have freedom without Jesus. Because the Bible says that whom the Son sets free is free indeed. Jesus is the one who will set you free from Satan. I said, Jesus is the one who will set you free from Satan. You don't have to seek to be free from the one who loves you, who is God. The person who does not, who has not created you is Satan, and he wishes you evil. But God loves you, and he showed it when he sent Jesus to die for you and for me. Today, as you hear my voice, you have a choice to make. You have a choice to make. Would you choose Jesus as your Lord and Savior? Or would you maintain Satan as your God? I advise you to choose Jesus so that you'll be free from Satan. I advise you to choose Jesus so that you will have the blessing of God in your life. I advise you to choose Jesus so that your life here would bring or would have the power of God to fight against Satan. And your life here after will be what you will like in eternity. Let's bow our heads for a word of prayer. Our Heavenly Father, we thank you 
thank you for the opportunity we have to understand the choices we have to make in this life. Holy Spirit, we are grateful for how you have brought to our attention that our life is the sum of the choices we make. Today, therefore, by you, we make the right choice. We choose Jesus as our Lord. And we choose to be his disciples and follow him well. But at the same time, we choose Jesus as the way, the truth, and the life to our God. As we repent of our independence, as we repent of our freedom in doing what we want to do, meanwhile we are under Satan, we come back to God as our Lord and Savior. As every head is bowed and every eye closed, and you want to say, Pastor, don't speak too much. I've heard it. I want to make a good choice. I want to make the choice that I will like the fruit. And therefore, I want to choose the one who loved me and died for my sins as the only begotten son of God, Jesus. Lift up your right hand. Let me pray with you. Lift up your right hand. I want to pray with you. I want to pray with you. As every head bowed and every eye closed, you want to say, Pastor, please pray with me. I choose Jesus as my Lord and as my Savior. No more doing what I like. I want my life to be guided by God. Lift up your right hand wherever you are. Lift up your right hand wherever you are. Lift it up high so that I can pray for you. You lifted up your hands wherever you are. I want you to step out and come and stand in front and I want them to put the camera on you so that I can pray with you. Help them to come to the front. Help them to come to the front. There's no shyness. It's a choice we are making. And I believe that some of you must make that choice. Don't say, I'll do it tomorrow because you will not have tomorrow. It surprise you. So as you have lifted up your hands to choose Jesus, I want you to come to the front. Please help them to go to the front and put the camera on them. I want to pray with them. I want to see their faces and I want to pray for them. Help them, help them. Put your hands together for the Lord for his mercy that has come to us. That our brothers and sisters are coming to Jesus. They are making Jesus the choice of their life. Oh, Heavenly Father, I thank you for these precious souls. As I lift up my hands and praise you, I thank you that these lives are no longer under the power of Satan. But in your own special way and by your spirit, you have chosen them and brought them to yourself. For your word tells us that no man can come to you except you have drawn them near. These ones come to you not because of what I said, but because of what you have chosen to do in their lives. And I know that whatever you do, oh God, is forever. Whatever you do is forever. Let these souls be established forever as I pray for them. I thank you, Lord, that you will keep them. You will deliver them from evil. I give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. We believe you've been blessed by this message. 
stay in touch by following our social media platforms at Strong Christian Church.